Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dudes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Listen carefully. I stole a paperclip and I have it in my cheek, but I don't know what to do with it, and it hurts. On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Dana, the guys are going down to the sewer to check for slime stuff. And Egon <laughs> thinks there may be a huge surge in cockroach per you. Don't you want to blow off dinner thing and go with them? My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I can explain, I was horny and impatient. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So we'll start where we always start. What? If, oh, sorry. This is the most accurate podcast that has ever existed. <laughs> We're going to start where we always start. Dr. Scientist, what have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? What have I been watching, you say? That's mm-hmm. what I said. I uh, finished all the, the Rings of Power on Amazon. What the hell is that? It's the Lord of the Rings? Lord of thing? the Rings, Rings of Power, yeah. It's, oh, their own series. So, yeah, it's sort of like the pre pre Lord of the Rings movies. To so talk about other rings? Well, yeah, there's, there was always other rings. What? You should rewatch the Lord of the Rings <laughs> if you uh, I've never watched it. <laughs> They're too well, long. Well, I mean, you did say it's called Lord of the Rings, not Lord oh. of the Ring. All right. So Jeez. this is this have anything to do with anything Tolkien wrote, or is this just all new it's shit? It's kind of. It's I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with it either way. I'm not I, complaining. Yeah, I'm just I, saying. I'm sure, there's a lot. There's a lot of our. Of, Artistic license, a lot that he didn't exactly fill out that they just make up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's it was all right. I enjoyed it. If you like that kind of stuff, apparently, you know, Lord of the Rings. Apparently, I don't know sure. any. <laughs> yeah, uh, I also rewatched Wakanda Forever because it's on Disney Plus right now. How yeah. was it? It's great again. <laughs> or I mean, still I know you good? did talk about it previously, but yeah, it's still good. Okay, it's still really good. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Maybe I won't. Okay. I know you okay, won't. Wakanda forever, of course. <laughs> and then I don't know why, but I watch I tried to watch Deja Vu, the movie with uh what the fuck's his name? Denzel Washington. Where, Is that the one where he has some kind of fucking unit on his head that can see into the future? Sort of, yeah. They can like view the past. And awesome. He tries to change it. Well, first I tried watching it on I don't know if it was Amazon, but for some reason I could only get the Spanish version. <laughs> yeah, okay. Interesting. And then I tried to watch it on someone's Plex server, and I could only get the Spanish version. Are, are your settings wrong? Are your settings no, and then in I Spanish? Thought, and then I went through all of my settings to see if it was something was wrong, and nothing was because everything else played fine. Hmm. And I had to go and actually buy it from Amazon, the English version, and watch it. Because I couldn't find the English version anywhere for free. That doesn't make sense. And I wasn't going to... The only reason I paid for it is because I was already invested in trying to watch it. Huh. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's, very, it's pretty good. I saw it years ago. It was a Tony Scott movie. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. But okay. He bombs a ferry. Got it. Yeah, it starts with a... I think it's either Navy or Coast Guard members go on this ferry for some kind of thing, and then someone blows it up. ATF. The ATF blew it up? No. I don't know. Oh, he works for the ATF. Yeah, he yeah he investigates it. Fair enough. Whatever. Gotcha. A good yeah. movie though. Yeah. Bill also, I think good. it has Val Kilmer in it too. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> what are those people behind you saying, Sir Chompslap? Uh, they're probably getting stoked for the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> 
Yes, I'm leaving all this. Had a relationship with a fuckhead. <laughs> Should we put the mic up against the wall? See what's going on over there. I might be good listening. <laughs> <laughs> I finished up Death Store, which I talked about last week. The game, right? It's right. right. Yep. It's all right. I play it if you want. <laughs> and then okay. uh, I played this game called Turing Test, which is I want. I thought about playing that. It's a puzzle game. It's pretty yeah. good. It's portal like. Okay. But I mean, you don't make portals. You, you have to like take power out of some things and put them in other things and try and get them in the right order and try and find ways to get things to happen the way you want and get just through to, it. Just to prove you're not a robot? No, you're actually somebody who's... The robot's trying to help you get out. Cause oh. you, went to, you went to figure out what was wrong at this place and the, the only the AI is there and you're trying to find everybody else. Okay. It was pretty good. Was it fun? Yeah, you'll enjoy it if you ever play it. Yeah, I might know. But... Yeah, that's all I played and watched and did this week. What about okay. you? What about you, Scotchy? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, I watched a movie that you guys both had watched and discussed, mm-hmm. I believe. I watched Megan. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And yes. I didn't think it was perfect. I didn't think it was great, but I had a lot of fun watching it. It was definitely not the worst movie. I liked it more than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah, I, I can that see that. Way. Were you surprised at the PG-13 rating? A little bit. Right? It was pretty disturbing. I feel like one or two... You extend one or two scenes another 30 seconds and all of a sudden it's an R. Like yeah, it yeah, true that. But it, it was silly. It was fun. It was, I liked the idea of the doll being so realistic that it kills everyone that doesn't like this. Spoiler, I guess. Yeah, not it. really. <laughs> it's a horror movie. It's good stuff. And I also watched a movie, I know you've seen it, Chump Slap, Terrifier. The first oh, the one. original one. Yeah, because I, I had never seen it. It's when he cuts the woman in half with a hacksaw, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I I think, I mean, it was gnarly. It it is a gore film. It is what it is. But I felt like it went on way too long. What was it? Eighty minutes? It was like a hard two hours. Ugh. Was it? I think so. I'm gonna look it up now. It probably was only eighty minutes, and just felt that long. <laughs> it, I like. I thought it was really good, and the oh, it was an hour and twenty five minutes. I was way off. It felt <laughs> See, like that's what I mean. Two yeah. Hours. <laughs> A hard, it felt like a hard two hours. I think the second one's like two hours. I think that for the budget, the effects were amazing. Like, I, I thought they were great. Oh, yeah. The effects are the only reason that it's any good at all, really. Yeah, it looked great. The actors were, you know, low-budget actors. They did fine with the material. Uh, I thought the twist at the end was dumb. I didn't care for that. Yeah. But if you like a spooky, gore-filled movie that's low-budget, there's worse options. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you like murder clowns, check it out. Uh, then I, I watched. Uh, I caught up on Archer, and I got up to date. I didn't with that. even know they're still making new ones. Oh, they still are. Yeah, absolutely. Are they? There was like the fe- there was the seasons where Archer was in a coma, and they got real weird with like the Island Archer one, where he's like a island hopping pilot, like yeah, yeah. style. I saw the ones where he came out of the coma. Yeah, he comes out of the coma, and it turns out that everyone else at the agency is thriving without him being around. Yeah, yeah. And then he basically comes back and is a piece of shit and brings them all back to original. Like it just rebooted the series basically. Did they make did they make any after his mom died? Yeah, there was a season one season that was released after his mom passed. Oh, was there? Okay. Well, in the show, she didn't necessarily die. No, she just leaves and leaves him a message that says, I'm leaving or whatever. Yeah, she wrote it was really sweet actually. He wrote she wrote a note because you know, Jessica Walter, the voice of the mother passed away. Rest in peace. But she, they just wrote a note that's like, oh, the spy operation went wrong. 
Uh, I knew one day this was going to happen and I'd have to just disappear. Yeah. Good, good luck, basically. And then they did a whole other season after that where basically they got bought by another company and had oh, to deal nice. with being told what to do by a corporate environment. But it's, it's you know, if you like Archer, you'll like it. It's not terrible. It's the same stuff. Yeah. I don't think they're doing anything interesting or exciting with it, but it's Archer. Yeah, they're just trying to fucking milk it now, I think. Yeah. And then we watched uh, The Hills Have Eyes, the original one, Ooh. the Wes Craven one. I haven't Classic, seen that in a minute. Man. Holy shit, yeah. And it was Creepy great. Creepy fucking shit. Check it out. Uh, but the last thing I'll talk about watching, we started the show, and I don't know if either of you guys ever watched it, but have either of you watched Veep with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus? No. No, I hear nothing but good things about it, though. Uh, it's good. I-, I like it. It's really sharp. It's very funny, but it's really weird watch, like because I'd never seen it before. I- we just started watching it. Right. And it's really weird. Uh, if you've been paying attention at all to politics in the last, like, eight years since Trump got in office, it doesn't seem like the ideas and stuff they're throwing around are that crazy. No, <laughs> like they're supposed yeah. to be ridiculous, and they're supposed to be crazy, and they're supposed to be, like, a group of terrible fucking people who work for the vice president that do horrible things, and, like, everything is about how to spin stuff or how to make the vice president not look bad, and they do all these wild things. And then now that after that has happened, I'm like, this is probably just what's yeah, happening. It's like not even a joke anymore. <laughs> it's not even a parody anymore. Yeah, because exactly. Of how, but I, I still find it funny. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, in the show, she has an ex-husband. I mean, I, I've only got, I think, through season three. But she has an ex-husband by the name of Andrew, who's like the house majority whip at this point, or the house minority whip, I forget. And they, they're divorced, she's the VP, they're kind of like on again, off again, like can't really get keep their hands off each other when they're around each other. But the guy who plays Andrew, I don't have his name in front of me, but he was one of the, he played like a hippie burnout alchemist on Lodge 49. And it's uh, really weird to see that. him with like a tight haircut, like being a politician. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Lodge 49, that's also great. No, I didn't. You should check that out. It's really great. Right on. Then what did I play? Uh, I just kind of fucked around with God of War, really. Just, uh... Just going around. Playing more shit at the end, trying to get all. You're all leveled yeah. up to nine? No, I think I'm on seven. Oh, wow. I'm on seven. I'm in the end. Like, the the story's over. I'm running around with Freya. I think I fit. I cleared one map of Vanheim, and I didn't oh, want to okay. use any guides or anything, but it took forever. It yeah. took, like, all week to clear that one map. <laughs> you're always missing, like, one thing when you finally need to look at the guide. God, it's so annoying. When you're missing, like, one thing, but you have to get in a boat and go to, like, a couple different areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, so you just keep checking the same areas over and over again. Yeah, I hear you. And then you find, like, a, like a nook and cranny that was just slightly darker you didn't realize was a way to go. Whatever. I'm still having fun with it. I'm going to keep dicking around. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll platinum it. Maybe I won't. But. Fair enough. That's what I got going on. How about you, Sir Chomp Slap? What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I, uh. Downloaded this free game on PlayStation called Pedestrian or The Pedestrian. What's that all about? It's just a little puzzler game. It's just you're just a a person that walks through like street signs and shit. Okay. It's neat if you like look at if you look it up. But it's just like you just go. There's just puzzles. And then once you get them, they say it's a street sign on a fucking bathroom wall. You beat that puzzle. You'll go to a fucking I don't know kitchen sign or whatever you just it it's puzzles on signs I've played it before it's fun it's a good puzzler game okay I don't nope. know whatever I like puzzler yeah, games it. and it's fun what, what are we saying 
Yes, it's great. Yes, it's, great. it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Awesome. It's a good game. Haven't beat it yet, but, you know, probably will next week. We'll find out. Okay. But that's all I've been playing. I mean. It's a puzzle game. Yeah. Didn't really play anything else. So, got nothing else to talk to on that front. Okay. Started watching Rick and Morty again, just from the beginning. How's that going? It's still funny. It's it's not really like watching and just like put it on when I'm not doing anything else, you know. I think I don't know if I've seen all the episodes that are out right now. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen any of the newer shit. So I just I was like, fuck it, I'll just start at the beginning. Give me something to do. I mean, those first two seasons are fantastic. Like they're really great. Oh yeah, yeah. they went downhill from there. Yeah, right. Like the I think poopy I butthole s- episode was fucking awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the. I forget what it was called, but the one where anybody they thought about became real because they had the brain parasite. Like that, that, that ep- that's a brilliant episode of television. Yeah, it was really good. It's fantastic. I think I stopped really loving it when he became a sexual predator. <laughs> no, nope, yeah, still that, love it. That was no, I still <laughs> gross. No, it was uh, like it more now. Okay, at the end of I think season two or three, I think it was two, where Rick basically gives himself up to get. Yeah, go to prison the save two. his family or whatever yeah the, the end of season two and then the first episode of season three they just completely rebooted the whole thing and like none of those actions mattered at all yeah he did it for crashing the whatever the currency of the universe and got yeah. yeah yeah I thought that like I thought that the show was gonna have like a storyline that was just ongoing which was Rick running away from the the universe cops or whatever they are Counselor and Rick. then it just was like reset everything and killed all them and none of that matters and it's just going to be episodic now I was like that's eh, it feels cheap yeah i guess but it's just fucking well it's a comedy show who cares yeah i mean it's still fun i'm not yeah i'm not shitting on it, it just kind of lost me there it yeah. went from being really great to eh, that's funny right all right but that's my shit yeah well i'm not really watching it anyway so so that still makes me cool i think yeah, for sure. Way cooler than me. I uh, watched this movie called Sequence Break. You guys ever see this? No. It's about a like a v- arcade machine guy who repairs them and whatever. And he gets this weird motherboard that he hooks up and starts playing this game. And it just fucking it takes a weird like Cronenberg type body horror weird <laughs> shit, man. Awesome. But it's the guy from... Uh, John dies at the end. Oh, okay. He's the actor, the main actor from both of them. You know, he's in. Oh, the actor in it. Gotcha. Yeah. But I don't know. It's fucking weird. If you're into like just weird ass Cronenberg body horror shit, fucking check it out because I never heard of it before. But did you see Mini Cronenberg? Cronenberg's son. He directed. Uh... Do they really call him Mini Cronenberg? No, nah, that's just what I call because I forgot his name. Crony Junes. <laughs> David Cronenberg's son also makes movies. He made Possessor, Possessor. Yeah. Which is fucking... That's wild. Wild. And then he also made a new one he's got coming out. Oh, yeah? Which I forget the name of it. I will look up. Is it Brandon Cronenberg? Yeah, I don't know. I'll check it out, though, because I thought Possessor was neat. Ooh, it is Brandon Cronenberg. I'm nailing it. Well, Not the first fucking, time, of course, but... You're smart. Well, this is the most accurate podcast, so... Yeah. I said, I said, we get there eventually. <laughs> Uh, no, he directed a movie called Infinity Pool that just came out. Oh, nice. No, I'll have to fucking check it out, though. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, yeah but it was pretty neat. Go check it out. And then I watched this fucking weird-ass movie. I don't know when it came out. 80s, I guess. But it's called Motorama. Sounds good. Motorama? Motorama. M-O-T-O-R-A-M-A. Motorama. It's about this fucking like 10-year-old kid who steals a Mustang... And just goes driving around to gas stations trying to win, like, a a contest. Like, every time you fill up your tank or whatever, you get a 
card and you try to spell Motorama. That is such a weird premise for a movie. It's pretty fuck, fucking weird, man. Because <laughs> nobody even like acknowledges it. That it's a fucking little kid. He makes special boots so he can fucking drive the car. And then it's like, it's surreal. It's weird. And fleas in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I just, I Googled it. I'm looking at it. It's from 1991. The synopsis is a 10-year-old boy runs away from his abusive parents. 91 fleas in it. Oh, abusive parents. They don't, they don't even really go into it. He just fucking disappears. Like, he doesn't even, they don't show much in the beginning. But I definitely, like, I remember seeing this poster, like, on the VHS cover at the store. Like, at the video store. Yeah, but I I don't I don't recall ever seeing it. Is it any good? I I don't know. That's a yeah. I didn't hate it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I'd say if you're in the mood for like a weird, surreal, almost kid driving car movie, Alice in Wonderland kind of. He just meets weird people along the way and shit. I don't know. Check it out. Is it a comedy or is it played like a serious? I didn't like laugh. a serious. <laughs> I didn't let. La- That's not what I asked. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I think it's it might be like a com a dramedy. But well, obviously, it, uh, he was beat by his parents and he got out and he went and tried to. Yeah, I don't know if they show him getting beat or anything in the beginning. I'm telling you, it just shows him making these weird boots and then he steals a fucking car and he just starts driving across the country, trying to win this gas station thing. All right. I don't know. It's so, fucking wild. Check it it's out. Definitely amazing, is what you're saying. I said it's yeah, wild. Say check it out. It's good. Yeah, yeah, all right. Check it out. It's good. All right. We'll we'll go with that. Fine. Whatever. For that. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. No, I didn't do much other than that. All right. Well, if you're done there, let's go ahead and move into the plotty time vibe check. Oh my god. What are we vibing this week, huh? What is that? Is that a vibe? I don't know. Check it out. Let's check. <laughs> <laughs> Poetry. Um did you hear about Logan Paul getting hit with this NFT game scam that he's been trying to push? Hmm, isn't that every NFT thing? No. I yeah, it was supposedly like an NFT game where I couldn't really follow it. But you like invest money and you buy these eggs and they hatch. So it's like kind of like... I was just going to say a Tamagotchi. I guess. He, the way he explained it, it sounded weird. But essentially... It's this whole big screw up. A lot of people lost a lot of money because they invested in Logan Paul. Good. Well, that's what happens when you invest. It's a risk. Especially in Logan you know Paul, that. unless you're investing in his fighting. There was a, a multi I think he stopped boxing now. Multi video update from a YouTuber by the name of Coffeezilla who went in and, you know, investigated the whole thing. And it the whole scam it, it basically turned out where Logan Paul is pointing fingers at the developers who supposedly took the money and ran. And now Good there's like them. no product. It's just NFTs that people can't buy or sell or anything. They can't even buy it them. Sounds like all NFTs. So basically he got hit with a class action lawsuit. What actually are they Sweet. suing him for? For screwing him over. Uh, for, I don't know, investing in crypto and them not delivering a game ever. Were they guaranteed a game? Yeah, it was supposed to, like he said that the early investors, uh, he's blaming the devs. He's, damn, he's saying the devs were con men who bailed on this whole thing. But then I guess the CoffeeZilla video, if you haven't watched it, and if you're interested, Don't check it out. out. I might check it's it It's pretty out. great where he talks about how uh, he interviews some of the devs, and all the devs were like, yeah, we never got fucking paid a dime. Oh, so they, they <laughs> left. Oh, but they're the con men. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very much uh So it's pretty much him figures. just showing his ass like, oh, I'm the actual con man. 
Yeah, okay. I mean, it it could be that he that tried sound to like do that, s- that at all. <laughs> I think it, well, he invested a bunch of his mo- his own money in it, so I think it was someone came to him with this idea, and he said, "Yeah, I'm in," and they started putting like putting it together and just trusted the wrong people. And I don't know if it was Logan Paul's fault. I don't know if it was the devs, but they a lot of people lost a lot of fucking money. Hey, I'm all about that. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> I love people losing money. It's fun. Here's a hint for all of our listeners out there. Uh, don't invest in crypto. And if you're going to invest in crypto, you know, don't listen just to assume, us. Just assume. Yeah, don't listen to us about what to invest <laughs> in. Uh, but you maybe, you know, start with a couple hundred bucks that you can absolutely afford to lose. Maybe not dump every penny you have. Yeah. It's the same. Nothing makes me happier than reading Reddit stories of people who lost all their money in crypto, though. So keep that up, at least. I do like listening to people losing all their money in anything. Stock market, crypto. I I love it when they do something dumb to lose their money, not when they, something tragic happens to lose their money. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, never tragic. Yeah, it's, it's always funny. It's always their fault. No, it's not one of the sad ones where it's like, oh, my wife got sick and we lost all of our savings paying medical bills. Yeah, that's, that's, just that's not an investment at all. That's an investment in your that's, future that's together. That's other problems Investment the in the future. Yeah. Oh, let's not even <laughs> get into that, guys. This isn't a political <laughs> podcast. You're right. It's not. Well, fucking unbelievable. Anyway. Political you hear about time. these vaginas in The Witcher 3? No. I played I The Witcher 3. Vaginas. I don't remember a vagina. I thought that would be a, a fun segue. It came off as weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt got a next-gen update. Right. Right, and it, it gave them a whole bunch of new things, like it got that sweet ray tracing, mm-hmm. 60 frames per second, and um, I don't know how to put this, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, fully formed labia as I'm going to quote the Kotaku article. Really? Uh, these, these are, you there's... Do you know those aren't the vagina, right, Papa Scotch? I know, but... It's part. It's, <laughs> it's unnecessary <laughs> in a video game. So basically, there are these characters... I've never played The Witcher 3. No, nope, Wild Hunt. I did. Uh, apparently, there are these female characters in the game that are fully nude, but they have like a Barbie doll effect. Like there's no, there's nothing downstairs. Right. But in the update, there certainly is a bunch of stuff downstairs if you catch my drift. Oh, yeah. And they're saying how it was an accident. I don't know how, how you is it accidentally. Accident? Yeah, you can't just... <laughs> we let AI do it. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't understand what the purpose is. Just to try and be more realistic? I guess. I guess. Because they can. I mean, accidentally. Yeah, obviously. Uh, they're saying the the statement from CP, CDPR, which we all remember from the Minisodes talking about how bad Cyberpunk 2077 fucked up. Oh, oh yeah. Same company. Those, yeah, I remember that. Great exactly. Minisodes. Yeah. Great Minisodes. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. So, Kutaku <laughs> received a statement from them saying that the addition of realistic vaginas was unintended and will be removed. Oh, so I should not buy the game now? No, you should buy it and not update it. Smart. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good thinking. Uh, yeah, but you can, uh, if you guys out there really want to look up the not safe for work pictures, go nuts. But it's... Or find a woman. Or go vaginas. Get it? Go nuts? Go vaginas? Oh, wow. I'm glad you explained that because I did not get it. Yeah, that's that was over my head. It doesn't matter. I'm going to edit this part this out. It wasn't funny. Do you, you guys have no idea how many of my bad quips I edited. <laughs> I, <assume, laughs> I assume it's most of them. You can't get them all or else the other. I wouldn't say most. I'd say <laughs> 10 to 15%. <laughs> And now I have to leave this in because it was way funnier than my dumb joke. All right. (laughs) Let's move on. 
Uh, you guys heard about the thing that happened last week? Well, last week to us, Nintendo Direct, the conference that Nintendo does. That's kind of like they're what, is, what they were what gonna happened? do at E3. Oh shit! What happened? Uh, Twitter broke right before it, and everybody went fucking nuts. Oh yeah, because Twitter was down for a while, and you couldn't message anybody. Anymore. Oh my god! Do you think it was pretty funny? Think Elon did that because he doesn't like Nintendo? No. I think they were trying to uh, implement their new API policy and fucked up and then had to backpack everything. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I think it's... I, I would love to believe that there is a conspiracy theory here about how Elon Musk hates Nintendo, but it turns out it's probably just gross incompetence. Yeah, yeah, like most things anymore. Yeah. He's like, let's fire thousands of people. Then they're like, yo, we needed those bodies. Like, they weren't here for fucking fun. Like, they were doing jobs and shit. Nope, fire them. I can't wait till that fucking tanks and he loses 50 million dollars i can't wait yeah 50 million it should be over any day now 50 billion dollars that's right did i say million yeah. yeah billion dollars with a b and fucking nine zeros so dropping a bucket with a b <laughs> <laughs> that blows my mind not to get to political here but th they said that it would take between 20 30 i think it was between 20 and 50 billion estimate to house every unhoused person in america but yet Elon Musk buys it can't fucking, be that much. Well, even if it is forty million, Elon Musk had fifty million to just dump on this. Yeah, fifty billion with a B. Fifty billion. Why do I keep saying million? <laughs> I don't You're know. right. I'm sorry. Your mind's I'm stuck not... in the nineties, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember when the, the prompts for the for the uh, philosophical question was what would you do with a million dollars? Yeah. And the idea was you didn't have to worry about money ever again. Now it's like, well, I'd still go to work, but I guess I could pay out of my debt. Yeah, I guess I'd I probably could... have a cool vacation once in a while. Maybe once... I could buy a house, guys. Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and a right. new car. Yeah. I could buy one of those EVs that isn't a Tesla. Wow. I'd still take I knew... a million bucks. I mean, I still would, yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to go to work every day, though. I know a couple people that do have Teslas, and they always talk about it. It's These are people from work. They, I wouldn't call them my social friends. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a group of them that bought Teslas, and now they're all pissed because the value just dropped like $5,000 the other week. Oh, yeah, it's going to keep dropping. Who cares? Bottom. If you like the car, you like the car. My That's fucking, what I'm saying. My $2,000 Subaru, I still like it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. I just think it's it's if you want to get an investment, it wouldn't be a Tesla. It wouldn't you know be a saying? car. Period. Yeah. I can see maybe like a classic car. That yeah. Will that you're not going to be kind of driving value. all the time. But why would sure, I have sure. more than one car? It's a good investment. point. Investment. <laughs> I'm not a car guy, man. Like I don't. I'm, I'm not Jay Leno. The second you drive it off oh, the I lot, know. its value drops like exponentially. Right. So. Why would I spend $75,000 on a car when, like, a $20,000 car would do perfectly fine for more than everything? A $5,000 used car. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You can get really nice $15,000 used cars. Like, real nice. You could get $2,000. We're going off on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a car for $200. I mean, <laughs> it'll run. And then the last piece from the Plotty Time Vibe Check, uh, there's a rumor going around that there's going to be a new PS5 model in September of this year. Is it going to be like 400 bucks? I don't know. They just dropped to 400 bucks, didn't they? Someone had a $400 sale recently for the digital only version. Oh, shit. Might as well wait till September now. Yeah, yeah, might as well wait, till, wait till 300 bucks. Sell you mine for four. <laughs> no deal. We're still. Not I'll sell you one of my two I got here for. <laughs> Brag. 250. 250. That's where you're starting. Oh, no. Well, you did take it off the lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You have driven it a couple of times. No more heroes for PS5. You can buy that for 40 bucks now. How about that? Anyway, none of this matters. The rumor I'm talking about is uh, that PlayStation expects them to push a shitload of units selling up to 50 million by the end of the year. I believe it. If it's a cheaper, if it's slim a cheaper, version yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, well, as of December 31st, 2022, there have been 32.1 million PlayStations sold. So they think by the end of the year, they'll sell another nine, or 18 million. Well, if they drop prices, they probably could. Yeah, definitely. I could see a bunch of freaks buying the new one just because it's the new one. Oh, yeah, they will. Like Scott, you'll have three of them. I'm now. sure he will. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I can justify that not after the You've vr2 anything else that's true i, I never have <laughs> you still have uh, the stadia i still have the controller i can't play it because it's dead <laughs> did you get the playstation special controller I no it. no no no. i i th- i did talk about that on this podcast i really no i i got the pre-order email i had it in the cart and then i said what the fuck am i doing okay that's right okay doing. Yeah, because the VR2 was coming out, so you're like, eh. Well, I, I think after all the reviews, people said it was amazing, and I was into it, and I was thinking about buying one, but the thing that really turned me off is they said the battery's smaller and worse than the original controller. Oh my god, that's small enough. Yeah, and I'm like, if that's if the battery is worse, I'm not going to even touch it. Yeah, that's silly. I mean, the batteries aren't good now. Like, I play for a couple hours in the evening, and I need to recharge it. Yeah, every time I play, I have to recharge, and I play for like two, three hours. Yeah, it's not great. Let's fix that, Sony. Get on. Yeah, it. Sony. Yeah. Don't worry about a new PS5. Make a new PS5. What are they called? Dual Senses. I think it's called the Dual Sense. Yes. Yeah. But that's all we got for the plotty time vibe. Check. And turns out your vibe was pretty good. So how about we get into the game here? How about it? Uh, Let's right. do it. This week we are going to be talking about the classic game Ratchet: Colon Deadlocked. Ooh. Is this the third game in the Ratchet and Clank series or the fourth? We did uh, three fourth. already. Yeah, this is the fourth. This is the fourth one. You can go back and listen to our previous episodes where we discussed the previous three Ratchet and Clank games. You know, catch yourself up and then come back. And then, then we're going to talk about Ratchet and Clank Deadlocked right now. How come this one didn't have a funny, like, innuendo or anything in the name? Who knows? I was kind of bummed by that. <laughs> Neither did the first one. Well, just Ratchet and Clank? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess not. Um, we're going to talk through it. I have questions about this story, but before we even get to that, the, the vital stats are that this game was released October 25th, 2005. Number one song in the country. Any guesses? Pharrell, happy. Lose yourself. I hate both of you. Why? Because you have to sing now? <laughs> yep. Because I know you guys know what it is. Oh, yeah? Well, if you sing it, we'll know. 2005. Was it Mick Jagger or Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5? <laughs> It it was not. That was from 2011. We just went over. It was that. a six year fucking number one song. I don't remember when the last game we did was that. All right, fine. I will just sing it as Bentley as I always do. That's what the fans want. Yeah. Took a poll. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I got it. Eighteen years. Eighteen years. Oh, Jesus God, Christ! Kids, I can God, stop. Play. Stop. Gold digger. It is gold digger. You yes, by let Kanye him sing West. It right until he's no, about to say. no. I've heard this one three times at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because remember we he talked about He always starts at the same place. Too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> when did we do this? What we did it? We just a did it like three weeks, weeks ago. For what? What did we do? I don't know. Was it Indigo Prophecy Maybe. or Armed yes, Dangerous? Yes, Maybe yes, yes, it was. I don't know. It was either Indigo Prophecy or Armed and Dangerous. Like we just did this. <laughs> it might have been obscure, but it was it was very recently. But yeah, number one song in the country at the time. 
Gold Digger by Kanye West featuring Jamie Foxx. Because you forget he's on that song, too. Yeah, yeah. I did forget that. Number one movie in the country. You guys ready for a tagline? Mm-hmm. New game. Different pieces. Oh, yes. Jumanji. There will be blood. Oh. Saw four. Very good, close. Good idea. Saw three. Five. Also very close. Four. Nope. Five. Nope. Six. Two. Nope. Nope. <laughs> two. Saw two. Nailed it. <laughs> I won't even bother reading the thing because it doesn't matter. It's the one with Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. That's the one with the house? Yes. With the yes. pit of needles. That's when it was still okay. Yes. To rescue eight people trapped in an abandoned house. Yeah. And his kid's in there or whatever. His own son, Daniel. Eric Knudsen. Yep. Is that you're talking about? And the other eight people? One of the eight people? Yeah. I mean, go see all the Saw movies. They have 100% plotty time. Guaranteed to be amazing. Everyone on this podcast agrees. We love them all. <laughs> this uh, day in history... <laughs> October 25th, 1870, the first usage of postcards in the United States of America. The How downfall about it? of society. <laughs> yeah, right? Always say that. Yeah, I, That's a t-shirt. I had a nickel. <laughs> I'm, guys, like, I'm running out of things to do on this day in history. Like, it's always the same dates we get. You could change it up. I got to change nope. it up. Uh, do, uh, it was released for PlayStation 2, developed by Insomniac Games, and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. It is a third-person shooter platformer. We've done this before. You guys have all just gone back and listened to the first three episodes. So same format. We all know what Ratchet and Clank is. Absolutely. Dr. Scientist, yeah. you picked it. So mm-hmm. how about you uh, lead us in here? Tell us I, what this game's all about. I believe I picked every Ratchet and Clank game we did so far. I think so. Well, uh, the game starts out with you're in the, there's like in the shadow sector, and there's kind of like gladiator games going on, and... I don't remember who the hero is, but some guy's there, and then he gets killed by a guy named Ace Hardlight. And like, ah, Ace Hardlight wins, and it shows him, and it's like, hey, that kind of cuts away. Right. Okay. Third time, okay. thirteen-time champ. Yeah, thirteen-time champ, Ace Hardlight, winning games. And as course, as you remember from the previous Ratchet and Clank games, now Ratchet is in charge of uh, the Phoenix, I believe it's called. Yeah, the ship, the starship. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was from the last game, if you remember. So. Clank is no longer a television and movie star. Because remember, that is something that he happened still in this be. series. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's too. not as big as this show, though. Yeah. No, definitely not. Apparently, the secret show that no one can save them from, that that none of the other... I'm well, not going to get into it. Let's yeah, just get The show it. has six trillion fans. So, I don't uh, know if you knew that. <laughs> so we, then they're kind of like hanging out, and they get a call from Sasha, who you may remember from the last game. And she's the new mayor of Metropolis. And she's like... Captain Starshield has disappeared, and now he's dead. Apparently, he was participating in these illegal Dread Zone games. Oh. Which, whatever. And the games are run by a man named Veeman Glo- or Vox Gleeman. Gleeman yeah. Vox. Gleeman Vox. Gleeman Vox. Was the... I don't know what, what word to hear. Was the implication that he decided to do it for money, or did they realize he was kidnapped? And I think they thought he might have decided to do it for money first. Yeah, okay. at this point, I was like, why would he do that? <laughs> yeah, for money. Yeah, and then while he's talking to Sasha, the kind of video gets all staticky, which is amazing that they have that, and it's like white static noise instead of like a digital whatever. <laughs> That's a good question. Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Didn't think of that. Hmm. It, it bothered me when it you just lost a point. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, the video gets out, and Ratchet, Clank, and you know your favorite scientist inventor Al gets kidnapped. Oh yeah, hell yeah, Big Al. <laughs> And uh, it kind of, it's the classic protagonist gets KO'd and he wakes up in some kind of armor and Al's there and they eventually figure out that Ratchet is in this armor and they all have collars around their necks that are going to explode if they try and get away. Classic. 
And uh, Ratchet has to compete in these games. So that's what happens. He forced to compete in this like test course for Dread Zone to see if he's even man enough to go through it, I guess. It's like, for a okay. chance to win your freedom, you got to participate in all these things, and the collar can be detonated at any time if you try and leave. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Or if he fails. Yeah, or if he fails. I just want to say, this feels like a weird setup for a Ratchet and Clank game, it is. right? It feels like it. It is. Yeah, I think it was very polarizing when it came out. Uh, I was not a big fan of it when it came out, because it's different. I just, it's like they had been heroes saving the universe, or movie stars, and all of a sudden they're kidnapped held against their will, will to murder others? They're, I just thought that was yeah, a wild they're direction. They're because they're heroes, yeah, though. They've been kidnapping heroes. Yeah, isn't, it be, isn't that the whole thing? Like, they yeah. want the heroes to fight each other or something yeah. like that? And it's it's a little bit different. You know how you play Ratchet and Clank now, Papa Scotch? I, I have. I played that one game. It's kind yeah. of like a story going from planet to planet, doing what you have to do and getting cool weapons and stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. this all takes place this on one. one. Yeah, well, no, it's the whole Dread Nothing arena. There are different like settings and stuff, but they're... It's all just competing in like arena type games, like destroy all the robots coming at you. And yeah, like it's that. like this. There's small parts of older games. Yeah, but that's all it is. It's kind of it's kind of weird the way it's set up. It's not seems like an afterthought. Just trying. It's like to they sell were trying it. to get an extra game in here before yeah. the PS3 came out. Yeah, that's what it felt like. They were trying to just pull resources and pieces to kind of slap together a game. Right. Not that it was terrible. It's just it didn't feel like an epic story. It felt like more of a situational. Yeah. Well, exactly. Prison chasing. But anyway. Then it cuts to Al and he's like, he makes these two battle bots that go with, well, he doesn't make them for you. He gets them. And he's like, they'll, they'll help you in all the battles and stuff. And that's basically all they do. They just kind of like shoot extra guys for you because it's waves of attacks in most of them. It's a way to make it two player, right? I don't know. Why would I play two player? I don't know. The video I saw, there were like two screens. So I assumed one oh, was maybe. battle bots and the other one's the other guy. Yeah, but you can upgrade them like you can upgrade all of Ratchet stuff. Right. So, and of course, they show many of the Dread Zone commercials in here. Some of them were pretty funny. I don't know. Meh. I felt like it was missing something. Like the commercials? Yeah, the usual humor. Yeah, it was like it was. it's like missing somehow, you know. <laughs> hmm. But uh it, there's also the scene here now where Gleam and Vox and Ace Hardlighter discussing merchandise sales. And he's like, I can't sell any of your merch. And he's like, you better start selling or I'm going to get you killed here. That's basically what he says. He doesn't yeah. Those words. He's like, I need to start making more money and you're not selling action figures. Which is also weird, right? Like, just as a concept for the plot. The bad guy's motivated specifically by... Oh, no, I see it's an allegory, huh? All right, anyway, continue. <laughs> and uh, it also shows in a scene of... There's always these two announcers... A guy and a girl, and the guy's real cringy to the girl robot. Oh, yeah. That was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I think it was more a comment on misogynistic uh, yeah, yeah. anchors. Like misogynistic toxicity in this world yeah. of sports anchoring? I, it was, well, it more was about, uncomfortable. More about the Pox Network. I think, yeah. Well, I think it's more of like a worldwide thing. But anyway. Whatever. There's all kinds of commercials here, blah, blah, blah. What the what the heck were their names? Oh, I don't know what the announcers' names were. I did not write them down. I think I did. I'll check it out later. They just annoyed me too much. The announcers explain about these. Well, there's a commercial for exterminator cards about the exterminators, who are Ace Hardlight and three robots named Reactor, Shellshock, and Eviscerator. It's like American Gladiators. Yeah, yeah. Those are cool names. For yeah. And and it cuts to like an interview with Shellshock and Courtney Gears, who you may remember from the last game too. I believe she was an enemy in the last game. 
taken over by the room. But one of them, one of them, anyway. She's interviewing them, which is, I guess, this is more universe wide than ever because she's kind of from Ratchet's like area. But anyway, there's okay. Courtney Gears is reporting, and then there comes down to Ratchet versus Shell Shock. And Shell Shock's like a ripoff of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Turned yeah, I was going to say he's Arnold Schwarzenegger as a fucking gladiator. This is where uh, the modern video game classic Shaq Fu uh, took their character <laughs> model and their designs from for their bosses. Mm. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. this was the influence. It's a big influence on Shaq Fu. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so Ratchet beats Shell Shock, and uh, the crowd goes wild. Like, oh! Yeah, because he he was not supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, he was a, he was a huge underdog here. Yeah. So it's like the running man in this. <laughs> sure, if that's what you want to Yeah, I, I really do like the announcers being like, and then we got this other fucking Lombax or whatever. <laughs> Who <Yeah>. cares? <laughs> this little guy. The announcers are named Dallas Wanamaker and Juanita Alvaro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are easy to remember. <laughs> and then after, of course, he beats the sh- beats Shellshock, there's a scene of uh, Gleeman Vox and Ace Hardlight discussing Ratchet now. And Ace is kind of pissed because Ratchet's famous and he's, well, not famous, but liked and he's not. Yeah. He got lucky. <laughs> he keeps saying it. Yeah. But Vox, I think, is starting to think here that he might have a, a cash cow in Ratchet, that he doesn't have an Ace anymore. I don't think he figures that out yet. <laughs> yeah, well, soon. Yeah. And then next is a, a trope that I like that they do is that these announcers start talking about Ratchet committing crimes, and he's a crime boss trying to steal food from kids. <laughs> so oh, good. yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I liked that, how they're just uh, creating this false narrative of how shitty of a person Ratchet is because he's getting too popular. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. He's a crime boss. And he's just <laughs> and then they start talking about how great Ace is and about all his kills and stuff. Yeah, and I liked of- it. I, I really liked that moment where they, they basically shit all over Ratchet. For like, and they don't give him a chance to do an interview or anything. Yeah, he sells cigarettes to kids. I think he said, <laughs> and he was drunk and crashed an oil tanker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, some good ones. He hates sunshine and puppies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some good stuff. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, then it cuts back to Al and Ratchet and Clank, and they're trying to figure out a play a way to get off of the dread zone and get out, get help everybody. Well, not everybody, but get themselves off is how it starts. And Clank says, maybe I know uh, someone who can get us a schematic of the collar that we can figure out what to do. And they're like, well, what the fuck are you waiting for, Clank? Clank the fucking ladies, man. Was that an option? Why the fuck aren't we doing that yeah. right now? I love it. <laughs> so, uh, where am I here? I have something written here about pajamas that give powers. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about that. It might have been a commercial. A commercial about pajamas oh, giving yeah, probably. superpowers. <laughs> I think the movie I watched didn't have many of the cartoons in it. Oh, or well, the yeah, the commercials or whatever. Because I know that's like, that's like the staple from these Ratchet and Clank movies. They also have wild ass uh, commercials that kind of have to do with the game, but it's more of like a break. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think here Gleeman Vox finds out that Lombax ears are selling. It's like one of their hottest items they have. Yep, yep. Oh, right, because that's the only piece of Ratchet merch. Yeah. And it's like the best selling stuff. And he's like, didn't he say something like, yeah, your stuff, uh, it's not selling great. Actually, the highest selling thing are the Lombax ears. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, so we he, have like, Lombax ears? <laughs> yeah, he thinks they were made in like air or something. Like, yeah. We made those? What the? F- what? And then, and then there's a nice cutscene where they explained Exterminator's origin story. 
where he was a math teacher who became a homicidal star. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Reactors. Or, you know, is it a rat? Yeah, it's reactors. Yeah, reactors right? next. And then, of course, it's Ratchet versus Reactor. So they're trying to make Ratchet the bad guy for beating Reactor. Of course. And then Ratchet beats Reactor, blah, blah, blah. So then they have this uh, focus group of kids in a show, I think. And Ratchet toys are surging and nobody wants the Ace Hardlight stuff. <laughs> I love the I mean, just shocking fucking kids. <laughs> I love how it's so petty and so dumb. It's just the perfect thing for a Ratchet and Clank enemy. Yeah, like yeah. Bad bot. It's just so dumb. It's great. Then it cuts to a scene. Clank finally gets the blueprints. And he's like, all right, we should be able to get out of here. And then Clank's like, well, don't you think we should save everyone, not just us? Oh, Clank. Yeah. And they're like, ugh. Fine. <laughs> Clank making rat. It's kind of annoying that Ratchet still is not making these decisions for himself. <laughs> Clank's like a conscience. Yeah. And Ratchet's like, fine, I'll be the hero again. Yeah. So the next thing is uh, he's like, all right, now Clank, you got to do all this work, but Ratchet's going to fight Eviscerator and provide cover by distracting everybody at these games. Oh, yeah. And uh, so Ratchet goes off to fight the Eviscerator who's the third member of the Exterminators or whatever. Their name is. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And uh, while he's there, Al figures out how to get Clank's collar off. And like, oh, you know how to get these off now and they won't blow up. But Ace shows up and shoots Al in the back. Oh, not Al. And he's like, Clank, put your collar back on. Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because he kind of shoots Al and leaves him for dead. And then yeah. Clank's there. Yeah, I was honestly shocked when they shot Big Al. So, I mean, it was. Uh, I I should have just shut up and kept watching. But like, <laughs> oh man, not I mean, Big Al! No, he does get. In I was the, bummed. He does get flown to a hospital apparently. Yeah. But then, of course, this pitch is ratchet off, and he's like, "That's it. We'll make them pay for all this." And I wish I'd written down, but I just wrote more negative ratchet propaganda. Yeah, this is the one where it's like the hatred of sunshine puppies and, <laughs> and chocolate. <laughs> I think my favorite was he sold cigarettes to kids. That was, that was my favorite one. No, I actually like that he drank so much and crashed the tanker. That was good too. Yeah. The sex on Valdez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now comes the uh, long-awaited matchup between Ratchet and Ace Hardlight. Oh, shit. And of course, Ratchet okay. wins. He beats Ace. And Do you want to say something, Papa Scotch? No, I was just going to say uh, this is an awesome fight, and, and I liked what happened at the end, but I didn't want to step on your toes. No, What did you like about the ending? That he doesn't kill Heartlight. Yeah. He spares him, which kind of, I think, really pissed off Heartlight. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're going to become just like me. Because Heartlight used to be a... A hero. A hero. And then he got in these games. And he just got corrupted by money. Yeah. Much like... And Quark. apparently merch sales? Yeah. Yeah, that's Man. money. Once we get merch sales, we'll be corrupted too. Yeah, I can't wait to sell out. That's going to be fucking <laughs> sick. So after he beats Heartlight, Vox calls him in and is like, all right. I'm making you the new captain of the exterminators, Ratchet. You're going to sell all your merch. We're going to make a lot of money. And Ratchet says, no deal, Vox. Yeah, good Ratchet. What? And so Vox gets kind of upset. He's like, that's it. We're going to send Ratchet to the experimental gauntlet of doom. The gauntlet what? of doom? Sounds like an easy time. Yeah, it is for Ratchet. Well, because he's fucking all, he's fucking Ratchet. Come on. Yeah. And then uh, there's a scene here, too, of the anchors talking again. And they're, they're mourning Ace Hardlight. And they accuse Ratchet of using performance-enhancing drugs to win. <laughs> yeah, and, and the gauntlet is his it's punishment, punishment. For getting caught using steroids. Yeah. It's, the propaganda's great. <laughs> it's so it's good. It's great. So uh, Clank's like, I figured out a way to lower all the force fields here. 
And uh, now that Al's back, he's not dead. He's just part cybernetic now. Nice. Sure. Why wouldn't he be? Because he took a big shot to the back. Oh, that's right. Yes. And they're like, all right, we're going to, they hatch this plan to get control of all the stuff and get all the collars off and try and save everybody. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to program this ship to take you to the center of the control center or whatever and blow up the power source and everything else. Mm-hmm. So he does a, he gets that to this thing, he starts walking around, but Vox catches him. He's like, I knew you were going to try and do it. Yeah, like, I know that's the only way to beat it, so. So, uh, since you're here, I'm going to give you an hour to find your way to the bomb and stop it, or you kill everybody here. We'll blow up the whole battle dome. With six gigaton of nitroglycerin. Yeah. So, a lot of gigatons. <laughs> it is. I must have missed it. Why did he set all these explosives? Because he knew Ratchet was coming and doesn't really care about killing everybody. He thinks he'd get more ratings yeah. if the whole thing blows up. I don't understand how that would. He would think that would be more ratings. Like, wouldn't it be more ratings to just keep Ratchet and his its friends in lockdown and just keep having them fight? But he wants it, the merch money. This is the last episode, anyway. Yeah, he says. Oh, he's just retiring, I guess. Someone beat Heartlight, and he's done. He said, "Yeah, it's the final episode. Now either you beat it and save everybody here, or." Everyone dies. Taking his ball and going home, essentially. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The taking his ball and going home of Arena Death Sports. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay, got it. Blow up the sh- blow up the building. The Ratchet and Clank and Al set off to shut down the containment field and save all the fans and defeat Vox. So they do. They shut down the field, save the fans, get to Vox, fights Vox. Vox loses, and Vo- Vox is like, "Well, luckily I set up this auto detonate too." <laughs> Just hits a detonator button. Yeah, he's like, aha, you are going to die with me. And Clank shows up, and he's like, nope, we're getting out of here. We know how to get these collars off. Yeah. Great timing on the collar removal, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And good thing all the spectators have been removed already, evacuated. So Ratchet and Clank and Al and the anchors and the kids from various things all escape in the same escape pod. Oh, yeah, the anchors are all of a sudden like, oh, we knew you'd save us. Thank you. Yeah. You're the best. They're just doing their jobs, man. Well, I hear them. They talked shit on him <laughs> the whole time did, I'm, now I'm starting to think like did he see the broadcast does he maybe not have any idea what not. they said or are we he, supposed to just get that he's such a good dude that he helped these helpless people despite their flaws he knows they're just doing their job to keep the money coming in I actually know. don't think he saw him but yeah that too. Then, <laughs> this is kind of the end the hero like heroes start calling Ratchet and like thanking him like oh you're so great and uh, Quark's like, oh, they must have missed the call. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Quark's like, oh, it must have been fake because nobody came for me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, That's pretty great. So it goes. that's basically the end of the whole thing. And then it, it mentions that the plumber couldn't make it because he was <laughs> stuck with a broken sump pump the whole time. I love that. That was funny. He's I in know. a different universe or galaxy or I whatever. Know, I know Papa Scotch cared. He's my favorite character. I've, I've gone on record saying this many he times. He is. He's really good. The cosmic plumber that just shows up when he's needed. Are you glad they told you why he wasn't there? Yes. <laughs> and not just not put him in? It makes sense now. And of course, after that, it shows that Lawrence and uh, Dr. Nefarious are still on the piece of asteroid they've been stuck on and flying. They're like, oh, we're going to come across this battle games, but it's all blown up now, so we're still stuck on this asteroid. Yep. It's interesting. It's interesting that they did that. Yeah. Cause- was it like, a, I know, guys, I know you didn't see him in this game, but they'll be back the next one, we swear. Yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah. It's the same thing with the plumber. Yeah. They're just like, oh, they weren't in here, but they're still around, guys. Don't worry about it. I don't remember exactly which one's next. Quest for Booty, maybe. I'm not sure if they're in that, but I'm going to after that, I'm sure. I don't know. I guess we'll have to. Well, next time we do a stick around and find out. 
We got about six more to do. In the Ratchet and Clank series, after Deadlocked was going mobile, which it's, it's a mobile game, yeah. That doesn't count. Uh, then Size Matters. Okay, that was a uh, another Clank kind of express, uh, exclusive thing. That doesn't count. I wouldn't count that. Oh. And then Tools of Destruction then would that be the was next a, yeah Tools of Destruction game. and then Secret Agent Clank yeah that was another For PSP PSP game, yeah oh I might have to play that maybe I'll just go backwards I'll start with Ratchet yeah and Clank that makes Park. sense why not then play Ratchet and Clank PS4 and go backwards that'd be sweet yeah what, what was before. The new one. Right before the new one was the remake in 2016 for PS4. Well, that one doesn't count. What are the right before is- that was Ratchet and Clank before the Nexus. Yeah, okay. Oh, before the Nexus. I think these bold ones mean their main story ones. So it was Tools of Destruction, Quest for Booty, A Crack in Time, Into the Nexus, Rift Apart. Right. But that's it. There it that's is. The game. We did it. We talked about the whole thing. And by we, I mean Dr. Scientist. And we helped. We help. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week. Final thoughts. Ooh. Oh, you know who hasn't gone in a while first? Yeah, you. me. No, oh. do me. Do me. Do me. I want to go Fine. first. That's Fine. cool. Papa Scotch hasn't talked. Yeah, man. I won't go first at all this season. You watch. <laughs> anyway, Scotchy. Okay. What do we got? Did watching this video make you want to get deadlocked? Ooh. All right. Was the story pretty good? Or did it have, could it have been better rocked? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Perfect. Perfect. Man, you really pushed it up. I, dude, it took a while. <laughs> Out of 27 stars, how many does this get frocked? Perfect. Um, did watching this video make me want to play the game? Kind of, because, but I think that was influenced because I just had so much goddamn fun playing Rift Apart. Right. That like the the seeing those characters again and doing that. Uh, it kind of made me want to play, if not this, a Ratchet and Clank game. I'll be honest. Fair enough. But I don't know if it specifically made me want to play this game. So half credit, half credit for that. Did the story work for me? I thought it was really weird. I thought it was a really weird direction to take these characters. Not that it's bad. I don't want to say it's bad, but it would have made it would have made a lot more sense to me if this wasn't in the main thread of Ratchet and Clank. Like it felt like a side game. I don't know what would have made it more of a Ratchet and Clank game for me. Maybe a bigger story traveling through more of the universe. It just seems weird that these guys who are heroes three times over now were duped into fighting to the death in an arena. Weren't really duped. Yeah, they they were kidnapped. kidnapped but, yeah. but, well, yeah, kidnapped. Duped's a strong guess, word. You're right, you're right. Kidnapped, sorry. But it doesn't seem like a like Ratchet and Clank, especially considering how high-profile Clank is, because, guys, he's a movie star. <laughs> yes, he's yeah. several times during this episode. Yeah, yeah. That's the universe we're working in. And if and if they establish that that's how ridiculous they're going to be by putting Clank as a movie star, fuck it. Why can't they get kidnapped and put into a arena? Exactly. So, Fair. Yeah, man, the story worked for me as much as it could. Uh, what score out of 27 stars would I give it? I don't think... This is the best Ratchet and Clank game we've done so far. No. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've even put it at two, but it is fun to spend time with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, the story was a little wild. I wish Clank would have been a little more involved rather than just on get collar clean duty. I don't know. Maybe there's segments where you play with him, but I didn't see any of those. I don't think uh, there was. I think that's why no, it's called yeah, I'm Ratchet. I'm pretty sure you don't play with Clank anytime, right? Maybe a little bit at one point, but not like you would in the other games. Okay. Well, then, that all being said, I think I'm going to give this a very respectable score of 12. Wow. Mm. Holy shit. I think it's good. I think it's fun. I love the stupid commercials. I loved all the shit talk the announcers did. 
I love that the guy, main bad guy was motivated by money, and then when he realized one guy lost, he's like, fuck it, I'm blowing this place up. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't it, Why wouldn't this universe be that absurd? Right. So let's go ahead and then move on to you next, on, Sir Trump Slap. Right on. So I got some questions for you, if you have a minute. Bring it. Uh, did watching this video make you want to play this banger? <laughs> Was the story good? Uh, wait, shit, no. Did watch this video make you want to play this banger? Did the story work for you, or should you just dump it in the closet on a hanger? And what score out of 27 stars do you think you give this ganger? Great. Who is the foreman of a work gang, by Be- the way. Beautiful, like always. Yep. Uh, did I want to play it after watching? No. Not really. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> did the story work for me? Yeah, it, it did. It's... If it wasn't Ratchet and Clank, it's a whole story and, and made a game out of it. But to me, it felt like this whole game was one mission in a previous Ratchet and Clank game. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like, I could see them getting swept to a planet and having to do all this just to get a piece of a ship or something that they had to. Whatever. You know, it felt like a mission of an old, another Ratchet and Clank game. Not a full thing. By itself, which makes me think it was just an afterthought, and they just it was a money grab at this point. Okay, because you said what was this the PS2? Yes, this was the PS2. Like right before the PS3 game. Uh, PS3 came out in two thousand six five five. Did I see them out in two thousand five? PS3, I mean. Yeah, this came out. This feels like they were just getting. They're like, all right, well, let's get a fucking PS2 game out there before the PS3 game of Ratchet and Clank yeah. comes out. PS3 was November 2006, so this would have been right like a, you know, whatever, a year before it. Yeah, it seems like they had it all already, so they're just like, let's pump another one out quick, get some money. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was, which they kind of point to in the game itself, how it's all about money. You know what I mean? Right, right. But that being said, it was a decent story. I liked it. It stood alone. And out of 27 stars, I'm not as stoked about it as you guys well who's you guys well yeah you're right all right i'm not as stoked about it as papa scotch i'll give it an eight because it it was still a story it still did make sense and all and i still enjoyed watching it so give it an eight well there you go that's an eight it's your turn dr scientist oh yeah yes scientist did watching this reminisce you wait reminisce you reminisce you did this reminiscing Make you want to play it again, because I assumed you did. Was the story good, or was it Flynn? Sure. <laughs> and out of 27 stars, what are you giving it? All right, I'll roll I, I failed. I, I, I just don't even want to try. Would I play it? I'm always down for a Ratchet and Clank game. Right. The story worked for me. Uh, I remember playing this when it came out and being upset, because it wasn't as good as the other stories of Ratchet and Clank. Exactly. I think it's kind of... Short-sighted, maybe? I don't know. Not as ambitious as it could have been. It's kind of just Ratchet and Clank trying to get off this thing, and they incidentally save a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, the anchors are fun. It's got the Ratchet and Clank humor still. Yeah, obviously, same writers, I bet. Uh, I think it's more of a setup for stuff they do later. Oh. With the plumber. Oh. And, uh, Lawrence and Nefarious. Instead of just, it's its own kind of quick little in-between adventure for Ratchet and Clank. Felt like it could have been more of like a PSP game or something. Right. But uh, it's still pretty decent for a story, story-wise. I mean, we've done a lot worse. 
done a lot better. Yeah, true. Going to throw it right in the middle and give it eight stars. And oh. yes, eight stars is the middle. Seven or eight, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's average. Yeah, it's average. I think it's, uh, if it wasn't Ratchet and Clank, maybe I would have given it higher, but I was, I, was I, I felt let down by the Ratchet and Clank storytelling. Exactly. Well, that gives us then a final score of 28. Ooh, that's got to be the highest one we did this year. Holy shit. It's not, actually. Oh. Oh. I remember what we did. <laughs> we did four games yeah, did four so far. Games. <laughs> Just to give you an idea of what 28 is around, we gave the original Destiny a 29. Mm-hmm. Right. We gave Rule of Rose a 27. Ooh. Fair. And then we gave, well, there's nothing much around the high 20s here. We gave Saints Row 2 a 23. That's all I got. It's right around there. Yeah, yeah, right, sounds, yeah. about, sounds about right. Sounds about right. Good. It's 100% accurate. It's the most accurate podcast in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon Pick Lock of the Week. It's a radical Pokemon. Every week, Dr. Scientist picks one rad Pokemon and tells us all about it. This week, Dr. Scientist, what he got for us? Well, I was thinking, who, which Pokemon would I want in a bar fight with me? Ooh. Okay, interesting. Okay. And I was thinking about going the big muscle hat fighting rounds, but I was like, eh. I'd want a fire one. That's exactly where I went. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wanted my favorite Pokemons of all time. It's a fighting fire Pokemon named Blaziken. Oh, I like the name because I want a Blaziken. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, here, uh, here's a little description. In battle, which I assume would be a bar fight, right. can blows out intense flames from its wrist and attacks the foe courageously. The stronger the foes, the more intensely the wrists burn. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. Plus, you can throw bottles at people and have them just fucking light them on fire. Yeah. And it comes with cool skills like close combat and double kick, fire punch. Ooh, double kick. And it even has a nice sand attack, which is always a blinding move. This nice. motherfucker's six foot three. Yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah, that's a good bar fight guy, you know? You can't have a six-foot-seven guy in a bar fight. It looks ridiculous. (laughs) The perfect height is 6'3". That's the imposing guy at the bar. Everybody knows this. Wow. You fucking nailed it with that one. It's only 115 pounds, but I I assume fire is very light. Yeah. And he's mostly made of fire. It's it's built to fight, so. Exactly. Cool. There you go. The Blaziken (laughs) is the Pokemon lock-a-like. Moving on then to our favorite segment of every week, we've got Chump Slaps. This or that? Ooh. You can go with this or you can go with that. You can go with this or you can go with that. Every week we ask <laughs> Chump Slap seven different prompts, and uh, he has to decide which one is which. This week you've got two choices, and you're going to have to tell us if the prompt is a boy band or a brand of insect repellent. I got this, dude. Off. Again, <laughs> we're going to fire these right at Chump Slap. He has to name if the prompt is one of the two things, like we said, a boy band or a brand of insect repellent. Sir Chump Slap, are you ready? Fucking born ready, son. Here we go. So number one, take that. Boy band. Cutter. Insect repellent. 98 degrees. Boy band. Damage. Boy band. Off. <laughs> insect repellent. <laughs> Ultra pure. Insect repellent. Ozone. Ooh. Boy band. Holy fuck, that's seven out of seven for what? your boy. Sir Jump Slap. <laughs> Told you I know my boy pants. <laughs> He's got his finger guns out now. Reimagining the game. <laughs> Legends are born here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> seven out of seven. 
Oh, Christ. All right. Well, uh, again, that was Take That. The Boy Band, 98 Degrees, Damage, and Ozone are the Boy Bands. The insect repellents were Cutter, Off, and Ultra Pure. I, th- I thought you, I saw you pause a second after you heard Ultra Pure. Yeah. Ultra Pure, but then I was like, that sounds too, like, it's Aryan or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be too niche that direction to be a popular uh-huh. boy band. Yep. All right. I got you. All right, well, uh, let's say someone had an idea for something that could possibly work as a boy band repellent, and they had a patent all ready to go, and they wanted to email it to us. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? We just send that to plytimeatgmail.com, and I'll see what I can do to help you get that patent. Absolutely. 100% guaranteed response rate at least the first time. (laughs) If they wanted to get to us faster on the socials with those PDFs of their patent, how would they do that? Dr. Scientist. At Plotty Time on Instagram, or stop by the Reddit and uh, give us a nice picture of uh, Chump Slap at his second concert, an NSYNC concert. <laughs> Perfect. Wait, or, or, is, or, is, or did you burn NSYNC or was it Backstreet Boys? Me? Whichever one you didn't burn, Papa Scotch. Oh, yeah. In the Saw Trap. Oh, yes. <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> That does it for us this week. So as always, shout out to Blaine JJ, shout out to Drago the Slago, shout out to Handman, shout out to Luis Guzman. More importantly, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.